happy Wednesday, W-I-N-S-D-A-Y. Uh, I'm noticing a trend here. Last Wednesday, I put my podcast out. Actually, it was later. It was like 8, 9 o'clock. Today, uh, doing it at around 5 o'clock. <clears throat> Excuse me. And it's it's interesting. The last couple Wednesdays, I've had meetings that started either 7 a.m. or 7.30 a.m. So it's I can't say it forced me to adjust when I put it out. I think just the prioritization. Uh, for me, a lot of changes extra anxiety, extra stress uh, at work. So I, I always prioritize my Bible read and my conditioning or workouts in the morning. Um, so then I can do my leadership read and my podcast in the evening. But just a little context for why it's coming out later. Uh, it's interesting, today's October 6th. My mom's birthday was two days ago, happy birthday mom. Uh, but October 6th, we got 86 days left this year like literally less than three months left in 2021. And one of the things I've asked people about, and I've been reminding people in my podcast of, you know, your goal setting, don't wait until December 30th to start setting your goals for 2022, because it's going to be something you create on the whim and you're probably not going to have an action plan created to live into it. So I'm encouraging you, uh, get a planner, get a piece of paper, get a notebook. Walmart has some notebooks on sale right now for a dollar. Uh, but anyway, write down what your goals are and start creating that action plan of what you're going to have to do to accomplish those goals as you jump into 2022. Uh, but today's topic, um, as always, you know, it's it's Wednesday, W-I-N-S-D-A-Y. And I don't, I don't put these out as motivational messages. A lot of times, 99% of the time, I'm putting these out as one, things that I'm thinking about for myself, uh, two, things that I'm hearing a lot around me, or three, things that I'm seeing people deal with on a regular basis. So not necessarily motivational messages, uh, more so messages to challenge your thinking and also to get you more intentional about thinking about what you're doing on a regular basis and how you're prioritizing your life. But the topic for today is change. And as you think about change, it doesn't have to be a major change, but it's the only thing that's, excuse me, the only thing that's consistent in life And I don't say that just because it's cliche, but when you actually sit down and think about what's changing and how are things changing, how are you responding to the change? How are others responding to the change? What's causing the change? Um, You've got to go back to the beginning or February, March of 2020 and think about COVID. And this isn't a COVID podcast, but as you think about COVID, COVID forced a lot of change. And when you think about those changes, it may be work, like some people were laid off of work. It may be uh, where you work at, as far as home, in the office, uh, the frequency in which you work from home or in the office. Um, That changed uh, school, how your kids were getting to school, where your schooling's held at, is it more online than in person? And that can be challenging because not everyone learns best um, remotely. Some people have to be hands-on in the classroom. Um, relationships have changed, whether it's a working relationship, it's a, a personal relationship, because as you think about those changes and think about how things have adjusted, some people, if you want to combine work and the relationship, people that were, you know, going to work eight to 10 hours a day away from each other, away from their spouse, away from their significant other, now are working in the same home, maybe just in different rooms, um, but being in the same uh household or same area all day every day obviously changes relationships uh just life like life has changed due to covid even fitness 
Like as you think about as you age or as you want to change what your body looks like or you want to gain muscle in certain spaces or become faster or eat better, like there's all these changes and this is consistent. And the thing that's that's interesting for me is a lot of people don't like change and I have air quotes when I say they don't like change. But I don't think it's that people don't like change. I think it's that people enjoy comfort. And I don't think there's I'm not going to say there's something wrong with enjoying comfort because everyone likes being comfortable. Look at the definition of the word. But if you accept comfort as your way of life, you also limit your ability to uh, achieve more, grow more, help others, uh, take on more responsibility, and just be a better overall person. Um, and you know, we can debate that if you want, but I don't know many people. When I say many, because I have one individual in mind that's been very open with me, like, bro, I'm not trying to move up. I'm not trying to do none of that. This is where I want to be at. I get that. And I think there's certain people that are in that place and that's a perfect place for people. But at the same time, we as, excuse me, we as a a culture, we as a country, we as people, because it's not just an American thing or a United States thing. And I say that because... (laughs) Oddly enough, my listeners from outside of the country are obviously, or I shouldn't say obviously, but they're picking up. I used to have 99% of my listeners were here in the United States. Now I have 90% of my listeners that are here in the United States. Um, So obviously more people are listening to the podcast. Awesome. I love it. Um, And again, that's a change. (laughs) Different people are listening to it. So again, the topic today is just just change and how we deal with change. And I'm going to break this into a couple different segments or sectors. And I thought about breaking this into two or three separate podcasts, but I'm going to go through and this may be a 20 minute podcast. But as you think about change and you think about the work setting, we talked about the location. Um, Did your job change like where you physically sit? Um, Did the work that you actually do change? As this kind of stuff starts to happen, there's a couple things that that we've got to be mindful of. One, the level of professional maturity that you're dealing with. So if you're in a leadership role, one, you got to check yourself and see, you know, am I managing this the best that I can? Am I being thoughtful in some of the changes that are happening and how I'm communicating the change? Two, if you're not necessarily in a leadership role by title, but you're an individual contributor or um, not in a leadership role, we'll say, how are you adjusting to the change? Because sometimes, like I said, it's not that people don't like change. It's just they're comfortable in the way that they've been doing things. Um, And that creates some challenges. So you've got to ask yourself as you go through change, why is it happening? Uh, Why is it happening? How's it going to impact me? What's the overall goal? Because many times we just look selfishly at ourselves and say, well, what's in it for me? Or how's this changed my work? Does this mean I have to work additional hours? Does this mean I have to learn something new? And I think it's interesting as you as you start to break down those those questions, everybody's wired a little bit differently and everybody as you go through life you change when i was younger i hated school i hated learning i didn't i didn't want to take part in it i was more around sports and girls if we had those i was in but now and i can't say now i'd say over the last few years my focus has changed and it's been more around professional development so i read every day i'm buying magazine subscriptions i buy books all the time i buy a lot of notebooks to take notes in. I put notes in my my Mac. I put notes in my phone. Um, I'm big on sharing information. Like my biggest focus right now at work, and I was telling one of my team members today this, I used to be driven and motivated by the money, but now it's like, how do I help people develop themselves? How do I create change within them? And don't get me wrong, no one's going to change because you want them to. They've got to change because they want themselves to. But from a leadership perspective, as you look at 
change and how you deal with it, you've got to think about what's the professional maturity level of your team. Um, and then, like I said, individual contributors, they got to ask themselves, why are we making this change? How is this going to impact me? And then I think you should understand the why behind it. If you understand the why behind change, a lot of times people are more likely to make the necessary changes. But that's all the, the, the surface level stuff, right? Then you got to get into the feelings because good, bad or indifferent, we all have feelings. And when you talk about feelings, and this is going outside of the work setting, it, I shouldn't say outside the work setting, this includes the work setting, but it's also going to talk about relationships you have, um, whether those are like personal relationships, friends, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever it may be, feelings come into it. And this is something I was talking, I wasn't say I was talking, I read a blog um, from one of our leaders who super smart, super ambitious, super competitive. Um, and in her blog, she was talking about acknowledging the feelings. And I think that's, that's, that's honest, that's fair, we should. And I had responded to her and I had said, one of the things that I struggle with in a work setting is feelings versus principles. Because I think as you start to measure your professional maturity, you've got to understand one, like how do you feel and why do you feel that way towards the change? And then the other piece to it is we're still at work. And even if you take work out of it, you're still in a relationship. You're still trying to meet a goal, a fitness goal. You're still trying to, you know, meet a dietary goal, whatever it may be, there's still some principle there. And when I talk about principle, what's that mean? There's some truths there. Like I know for a fact that even though I'm in a bad mood, I had a bad day, um, I want to eat whatever. I also understand that if I eat bad, that's going to have diminishing results on the workouts that I did based on the calories that I'm taking in or based on the type of food that I'm eating. So there's certain principles that you have to deal with. And I'm not a health expert, so I'm going to get out of talking about being in shape and fitness and all that extra stuff. I try to run, try to do my little workouts, but obviously not the, the workout professional. So as you think about just change in, in life, you got to start checking your feelings because your feelings, your feelings will help you make excuses for why you won't do something. And I'm not saying that's always bad because you, you've got to be in touch with who you are and then you've got to understand why are those feelings causing you to feel demotivated or what is it that's causing you to not want to make the adjustment. And, <clears throat> you know, you, you hear the sayings of people don't leave a bad work environment, they leave a bad boss. I, I think there's certain situations where that happens and I've had some bad bosses before. I haven't had one in a long time, but I've had some before. And... I challenge that theory or that, that thesis or that thought because I think sometimes new leaders or leaders, not necessarily new to leadership, but new to an organization um, or new to a department may have a different vision and see things differently than others and were probably brought in for that exact reason, they're going to see things differently. And as they see things differently, they may want you to develop a skill set that maybe you don't have or do something a little bit different. And because you don't like it and because it makes you uncomfortable and because it stretches you and it forces you to learn something new, which means you're not going to be good at it at first. Many times people pull back from that and it's like, oh, they don't know what they're doing. But there's got to be that understanding of and you got to have that professional maturity to ask yourself, why are these changes taking place? And then as I ask myself, why, how is this going to benefit not just me? but those around me. And again, that goes back to separating feelings from principles, but at the same time, acknowledging both. The other part of change that I think is, is super important and really is gonna determine whether you're an early adopter or someone that gets on board right, right, right away, or it's someone that you, know, you delay your 
your participation or engagement, or someone that just completely opts out is one like your focus or your mindset. I think when your mindset is is set on developing, or actually take that out of it. Let's just be, let's get straight to the point. If your mindset is focused on, I'm going to be great. And I think those are very bold words that people are scared to use, scared to use because they don't want to be seen as a failure if they put a big dream out there and say, you know what, I'm about to be great at being a, a life coach. I'm about to be the best talent acquisition leader ever. I'm about to be the... About to go to the Olympics. I'm going to play in the NBA. I'm going to be a doctor. I'm going to be a lawyer. I'm going to be the most successful entrepreneur. You know, I'm going to make millions and millions of dollars. Whatever it is, people don't talk like that a lot because they're, and this is my personal opinion, people don't say that kind of stuff because they're afraid of if I don't make it happen, other people are going to say I didn't make it or I didn't do this or I didn't do that. But so what? <laughs> your effort that you're putting towards being great to create that change in your life is going to separate you from where you are. It's going to, I shouldn't say separate you. It's going to take you from where you are to that next level. So as you think about your focus and mindset, if you have that mindset that I just now mentioned of being great, you're going to come to the top. You're going to be, you're going to be the best you can possibly be. You're focused on growth. And I think as you focus on growth and focused on, get focused on being great at something, you naturally have to understand that it's not going to be easy. If it was easy, everyone would do it. So when you start to have that feeling of anxiety or start to feel stressed out or start to feel overwhelmed, I'm not saying deny those feelings, deny those thoughts, accept those thoughts, because that's part of the process of you becoming great. And the one thing I do, and I'm very intentional around this, and I'm not sure if it's just old school. I just watched my grandpa when I was a kid or what it was. Grandpa wrote a lot of stuff down, whether it was lottery numbers, like everything he wrote down, he had little notebooks, he had his you go clean out, I bet when they're clearing out his house, there's all kinds of notebooks and numbers and just stuff he was writing down. But as you think about that feeling of being overwhelmed or stressed or a whole bunch of anxiety, I encourage you to sit down, like pause. Don't keep going, <laughs> pause. Don't stop, but pause. And write out, like, what are you dealing with right now? Like, what one, what are you trying to accomplish or what's your focus? And write them all down. And then as you write them down, prioritize them. What's most important? What has to get done? And you can kind of separate the two. You can say, you know, what's important versus what's urgent. And those are two separate things, urgent versus important. A lot of time, urgent matters are things that are someone else's emergency and they're asking you to help, help out with. Important, it's more aligned with your vision long-term, whether that's personal, whether that's organizational, whether that's religiously, whatever it is, whatever that long-term goal is, that's probably the action you need to take is important so it's more long term and you got to separate urgent from important but as you make that list and then you start to decide is this urgent or is this important you start to prioritize now okay these are the things that i have to get done one because they're important two because there's a due date three because i enjoy it as you make that list and start mapping out and putting dates on things for me it removes some of the anxiety because now you can communicate to people, whether it's at work, it's outside of work, no matter where you're at, hey, I know I committed to XYZ, looking at my calendar or my schedule, or hey, I didn't prioritize this right, I'm not gonna be able to get this to you until October 27th. Or, you know what, hey, I'm moving this priority up, I'm actually gonna get this to you this Friday, but this other project or this other communication or us going to dinner or whatever the, 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 the event is, you can communicate the new date before it happens. 
But again, many people aren't accepting and speaking into uh, existence that that desire to be great. And that desire, when I say be great, it's a it's a decision that you're making to change your current state. So many times we we live in a, a space of comfort and ease, and we want more, but we don't want to deal with the process. We don't want to live through the process to get more. And that's where you see that people differentiate themselves of who's being great, who's accomplishing more, who's taking on more responsibility, responsibility, who's able to give more to the community, who's able to you know help more people. It's because there was a conscious decision. And with that conscious decision, as you think about the changes that you have to make, you know, as you jot those things down, you've also got to ask yourself, what am I willing to risk? And as you ask yourself, you know, what am I willing to risk? You've got to incorporate that into your plan and say, you know what, if I'm not willing to risk X, Y, Z, I'm probably not willing to be great. I'm probably not willing to get to that desired state. So. As you think about change, hopefully the message so far has given you some ideas of how you can manage and deal with change. The other part is like unexpected change. And this can be, again, work. It can be outside of work. Sometimes unexpected change, it pulls more on the feelings because you didn't have time to adjust to it. And I'm not saying that that gives you an excuse to uh, be a late engager or you know, delay your ability to engage. But I am saying that there are going to be times that things happen that are out of your control. And that's one of the things that I'll be honest, I'm a director of a fairly large uh, group. And there are still changes that happen that impact me that I ain't gonna lie, pisses me off. But at the same time, I understand that I work for an organization. Regardless of how much money I make, regardless of how much responsibility I have, regardless of how much freedom I have, regardless of any of that, I still work for someone else. And as long as I work for someone else, I fully understand that it's not my company, meaning I'm not going to be in control of everything that happens, everything that changes. What I am accountable for and responsible for is my response to how things are changing. And again, work or outside of work, that's something that we all have to be very mindful of. You're not always responsible for or always going to be in the know of what's happening or in control of what's happening, but you are always in control and responsible for how you react to the change. And many times how you react to the change determines your altitude or how high you're going to go or how, how good or how successful you're going to be. Say this, I say all this because one, I'm going through fairly significant changes at work, and I've told people before 99% of the time when I'm putting these podcasts out, it's about either something I'm experiencing, something people around me are experiencing, or something people around me are talking about or getting ready to experience. The beauty of all this is, and think about this, no pun intended, think about it. Um, the same, no matter where you are, there you are. Meaning you can go to a new company, you can go to a new environment, you can go to a new city, you can go to a new state, um, you could do a new a new gym, you're still you. You could change all the environments, you can change everything around you. But if you're not willing to adjust and change who you are, you're going to continuously get to a point and look for change and look for ease. One part of consistent improvement is is change. 
you know, process improvement, no matter what company it is, no matter what individual it is. Like you don't see, you don't see Tom Brady saying, okay, I've, I've made it to a good enough level. I don't need to practice anymore. I don't need to work out anymore. You don't see LeBron James saying, I'm good. I don't need to hit the gym anymore. I don't need to do the same type of workouts. You know, you don't, you don't see motivational speakers. You don't see Eric Thomas. You don't see Inky Johnson saying, okay, I, I got my material. I don't need to practice. I don't need the research. I don't need to do any more personal development. You just don't see it. So as you think about those individuals, whether it's an actor, a movie star, a doctor, uh, whatever you aspire to be, understand that those individuals didn't get their chilling. And if you, as the as the saying says, you know, if you if you want to see, if you want to, you got to climb the mountain to see the view. You're going to have to go through some change. You're going to have to experience change. You're going to have to go through some setbacks. You're going to have to be able to stomach some of the tougher parts of life for you to be able to get what you want out of life. So I guess my message to everybody today is one, don't view change as bad. Change is inevitable. That's the only thing consistent in your life. I had one of my team members today say, well, Zoe, that's not true. Death is death is uh, permanent. And I'll, I'll debate that with you too. <laughs> but I will say this, one thing I know for a fact, change is consistent. You are always gonna have change in your life. Now whether you decide to embrace that change and create some changes in your own being, that's on you. But I'm encouraging you guys to, to think about change and how it's really impacting you. A lot of change will make you better if you embrace it. Um, but at the same time, if you haven't set down and defined like some of your goals and what your values are, change is just change. So I'm encouraging you to create a plan. You know, what do you wanna be? I don't care if you're 30, I don't care if you're 40, I don't care if you're 50, I don't care if you're 60, whatever. If you're 70, what do you want to be? If you're not dead, you're still moving. So I'm, I'm encouraging you guys, create, create a plan. What do you want to be? Start making those individual changes that you need to make. Because understand that happiness is not something that happens on the outside. Happiness happens inside. So all the social media stuff, all the external factors, it may feel good for a little bit, but at the end of the day, the person that you are inside, that, that's the thing, that's the thing or those are the things that make you happy. And most people are chasing that happiness. But along that path to happiness, there's a whole boatload of changes that have to happen. So as you finish this week, Wednesday's almost over. You got Thursday, Friday. Don't coast through the week. Sit down and write out like, what do you what do you want to be? What changes are you dealing with? Why are they important? create that fire like no one else should be responsible for firing you up and motivating you to engage and to be the best version of you own that responsibility be responsible for who you're going to be be responsible for your own energy be responsible for engaging in in <laughs> engaging and adjusting to how life is treating you and make sure that you're developing yourself so you can be the best version of yourself as i said the only thing consistent is change Hope you guys all finish the week strong. And as always, think about it.